Welcome to episode 151. We are going to be talking about what in the world are you going to be doing with your time and your intentions for the next three months. That's it. That's all we have left of 2021. And then we're bumping into a brand new year. Back in episode 149, which was just two episodes ago, I talked about the five things that you really, really have to do this fall in order to make the most of these busier months that are to come. That episode is going to be the foundation for this episode. So if you're really excited and you truly do want to accomplish your goals that you've set out to accomplish either for the entire year or just for the next three months, what's left of this year, right? Then I want you to couple episode 149 with this episode 151. It's going to give you the best bang for your buck. I'm so excited. We've got a lot to cover today. Go grab your pen and paper and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, here we are with a no fluff episode. The reality is, is that I really ramp up in my enthusiasm for accomplishing goals in the last quarter. I'm actually pretty enthusiastic about it most of the time, but I get really excited. And just the other day, I opened up my dream board for the dreams that I had for myself for this past year. And I keep that inside of my paper planner, which by the way, did you know that the 2022 dream planner collection sold by Horatio Printing? Yes, I will promote that product until the death of me. (laughs) I love it. She has a blush planner coming out. I loved my black one from last year. And the year before that, I loved my marble one. Beautiful products, but they're launching the very last day of September. And you're gonna want to go in there, especially if you want a blush one, you're gonna want to be one of the first ones to to hop on that and purchase. But I'm so excited. That's where I keep my dream like board. I cut out papers and I print specific pictures and I put them all inside of there. And I just told Blaine the other day, I'm like, we still don't have our couch. I've been wanting a new couch since he moved in and brought his like bachelor pad ones. They have like bucket seats and recliners for like old men, not for a family with children. There's like no such thing as cuddling. His idea of cuddling was, it's actually a lot better than mine. Actually, he's like a super duper cuddler. But, and I get it, we're small people, we're not large people, that's fine. But like, it's a three-seater bucket seat-ish couch. And so he flips the recliner up and he leans back. And here I am on the hump of the couch between two seats. Literally, my back has to figure out if it wants to sit upright with the middle seat or if it wants to lay down with his seat. And I'm just like, I can't do this. Or I have to lay sideways and like make myself 
sideways next to him in the sliver. And here it is, awkward as awkward can be. And this is this is how we do this. And I'm like, no, we can't fit all of our children cuddled up on the couch together. I'm like, no. And it's been like this for years. I'm like, can we please get a new couch? You know, I put it on my vision board and I was like, Blaine, I'm smashing it in every area, but this stupid couch. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's a long story why we haven't gotten a couch. And honestly, we're just being really wise. And well, maybe we aren't actually. We've been spending our money on other things and we just haven't been putting money to a couch specifically. And as soon as we put money to a couch, we're like, let's get this instead. And so we've been using that money for other things instead of just buying a couch, which a couch that we want isn't even that expensive. Like, oh my gosh. So there's that. And then there's, you know, just a couple other things, but I opened it up and I was like, ah, oh, all right. And I'm really excited to like get after it, you know, and just be able to be proud of myself, which I am proud of myself, regardless of what happens over the next three months. But I like to just go big or go home. Right. And, and some of you may just be coming to this place in your life and you might not have the entire year behind you at all. Or maybe the entire year behind you was terrible and you just want to end it on a good note. Or maybe you're like, I totally killed it and I'm just going to coast. That's always cool too. I think I'm going to be somewhere in the middle. I say that. And then I'm going to be like, I got to do this. (laughs) How? (laughs) I need to do all the things. You know, I get really excited like a dog after a ball. You know what I mean? Like we used to have a pit bull a long, long time ago. And those dogs are crazy. I'm sure there's lots of other dogs. I think healers are kind of like this. I don't know a lot about dogs, but I think most of them are. But man, you put a ball in front of a pit bull and they start like foaming from the mouth. They literally can't think. They can't do anything. And And the dog would start to like shake and quiver. Like he would like almost start panicking. He would get so excited. And I feel like that sometimes. I feel like that sometimes. So this is what I do to make sure that it happens consistently year after year after year after year after year, right? And I've fine-tuned it over the years, but this is what this looks like. You ready? Get your notepad out. Step number one, here's what you're going to do. Make sure that you've listened to episode 149. That's all step number one is. It truly is the foundation. I don't want you to go into trying to accomplishing your goals if you haven't done what I told you to do in episode 149. Okay. So there's that. Do not skip that part. Now, number two, here's actually really number one, but here's the second thing that I want you to do. I want you to look over your annual plan or your annual like goals that you set out from way back in like last December, right? And if you didn't do that, that's totally okay. I'm going to tell you what to do anyway. So you, if you don't have like goals that you set out for to, to like accomplish this year and you haven't been working towards them every quarter, then I just want you to just sit down and only look at what are you trying to accomplish from now until the end of the year. And then we'll restart and do this whole thing all over again um, just before that the new year comes. Okay. So look over it and regroup or delete, basically just realign any goals and then set your hard goal for the rest of this year. So obviously mine's the couch, right? We'll use this example. You can do this in home, business, motherhood, and marriage. All four of them You may have hard goals that you're working towards in each of them. You might want to sit down and really look at each of them. I definitely do. At the very end of this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how 
like where I keep all of these things. Me personally, where do I write them all down? Where do I keep these goals? Okay. So stick around to be able to to get that extra little tip at the very end. But for now, like this goal for me to to buy a couch when I sat down and talked to Blaine about it, I really did have to do some realignment. I told him it's it's likely not going to happen because the money that we have been putting aside to buy it right now, we kind of want to just keep it there. Um and maybe even potentially use it for Christmas for an extra trip that we didn't really think that we wanted. And so I'm just sitting on it and I'm like, okay, how important is it to me to really make use of the money for that specifically? And so I just kind of eased up on it because if I didn't want to ease up on it, what it would look like is what what week are we going to go buy the couch? Where are we going to put this new couch, right? And I'm going to break down that actual goal, but I kind of backed off of it so that's not going to be something that I really am putting tasks on. I'm not going to force it and I'm not going to push it. And that's what I mean by kind of realigning yourself. Where are you at with this this goal that you have for the next three months? Because sometimes we put things down and they just end up not being what we really thought that it was going to be or that we wanted to do. And I feel really good about that. I don't feel like I'm doing that to like escape anything or avoid anything. For a while, I was avoiding it because my dad wants our couches and he has nowhere to put them. And so for a while, I was like, oh, well, we'll just keep them. But I don't want to do that indefinitely. Like he doesn't know when he's going to take our couches. You know what I mean? So it's like, am I just really never going to get a couch because I'm holding on to these forever? By the time we're done with them, they're not even going to be nice enough for my dads to have, right? So I've worked through all, through all of that and that's what I want you to do. If it's for your business, if it's for your motherhood, if it's in your marriage, all of that, I want you to look over what your goals were what you had written down, regroup, delete anything on there that you don't need on there and just realign yourself. Now, here's my note on this. It should be the same goals. You should not be coming up with brand new goals unless this is the first time you're setting goals for yourself for this year. Don't scrap everything, start a new plan, get distracted, go a whole new route. We're not doing that, okay? We're not doing that. You're working hard, You might have been shooting for the stars and you missed a little, but you still landed somewhere up there in a really cool place, right? So it's okay if you feel like, man, I'm really not going to hit it. I don't, I really don't think I'm going to hit my, my income goal for my business for this year, but that doesn't mean that I'm changing my goal. And I kind of knew that I set a really lofty number for myself in the beginning of the year. I might, I just might, we're going to work at it, you know? Um, but it's really out of my hands. All I can do is show up. And whenever women are ready to come into the academy, they're ready to come into the academy. And that's just what it is. Um, but there's always, there's always room for blessing. There's always room for um, strategy. There's always room for growth, right? And so you don't know right now where you're sitting. If in three months from now, you might actually hit that goal that you think you might not hit. So don't change it. You're just going to work hard (laughs) and then you're going to learn from it at the end of that and regroup. And even if you don't really like nail this goal down to the nitty gritty, that's okay. You're still going to get pretty darn close. All right, here's the next step. This is step number three. Let's take one goal specifically that you have and I'll give you an example. One of the other goals that I had on my dream board that was really important to me was to laugh more. I'm like super serious a lot too often. I can have a good time, but most of the time I'm like way too serious. And so uh, 
I want to have a different spirit in my life and in my home and in my marriage and with my kids uh, and in my business. I'm pretty lighthearted in my business um, for the most part. So I put that down. I put a big picture of me and Blaine laughing together and having fun together. And then I put laugh underneath it really big. (laughs) I told Blaine, I showed him my dream board. We were just chatting about it. And I was like, I'm going to have to laugh every day, twice a day for the rest of the year in order to come close, to come close to accomplishing this goal. So we're going to break this down. I am definitely still super aligned with that. That is my plan. I'm keeping that one. I just got to really focus on that bad boy because I got caught up in the nature of me and I've been serious too many days, too many moments out of my life. And so this is definitely a big marriage goal and a big motherhood goal for me. Uh, it's just personal, right? Person that is personal to me. My marriage and my motherhood is me, right? It's it's who I am. It's my two biggest callings in life, so it's super important to me. So now with number three, we're gonna talk about what what needs to happen in order to make that goal happen. So whatever your goal is, okay, I want you to get out a piece of paper. Here's the practical. Here's the to dos. Get out a piece of paper, and I want you to write the name of that goal at the very top. So for me, it would be I need to laugh more. <laughs> For you, it might be accomplish, you know, this big project in your business, whatever. Write down what this big goal is. Now, remember, these are not tasks yet. This is the big, this is the big goal. There's going to be a lot of tasks in here and we're going to get to that, but this is just the big goal. For me, it's just laugh more often. Now, can I really say I need to laugh twice a day? I could. And actually the goal was to laugh pretty hard, like just to laugh at least once a day. That was my goal. And I've been pretty lousy about making sure I'm putting tasks and and specific habits into my life to be able to accomplish that. So that's what's that's what's coming next, okay? So you've written down your big goal at the top. Now it's time to talk about what has to happen in order to see that goal come to life. So you're just going to brain dump everything in your mind that needs to happen in order to reach that goal. Just put it all down, okay? When you're done with that, The next thing that you're going to do is break these into October, November, December groups. You can either color code them where everything that you wrote down that needs to happen in October gets put into pink and then blue and then green, right? Or you can start a new piece of paper where you section your paper into thirds, October, November, December, and you pull all the tasks that you wrote down just in a jumbled brain dump and you put them into each month where they go. Listen, this is way easier to do inside of MindMeister, which is a free software up to like a few maps. I pay for it because I map everything. It's how I get clarity super, super quickly on what's going on in my head and then make it something that I can actually put action to so that I can accomplish it. What you're looking at now is a piece of paper that has the goal at the top and all of the things that you think you need to do in order to accomplish them. And you have put them in order of what needs to come first. What should likely needs to happen in October and then November and then December. Now, if you listen to episode 149, I warned you that December is probably going to be a month where you have less time to accomplish things. Do not backload your tasks for the month of December you likely should be front loading a lot of your work for the month of October so that then you can taper off into the month of December's into the month of November and December. Also leaving yourself the ability to 
catch up if something is to happen. Kids get sick more often. Like things just happen. There's more activities, right? It's just busier. So do as much as you can now in October without killing yourself so that you give yourself some freedom and some flexibility in November and December. So your list in the month of October should be a bit heavier than November and December. Okay, now this is the last step. This is step number four. We're just going to get super granular with this, but in a, in, a, in a really realistic way, right? So now that you have all of your tasks for every single month, what's next? Yeah, you're going to start assigning all of those tasks for the month of October that you have written down to the weeks in October. So get out another piece of paper. This will be sheet number three. And I want you to write October at the top, then the name of the goal underneath it, Okay, and then I want you to write going down on your piece of paper week one, week two, week three, week four, and week five. I don't know if there's a fifth week in October, but if there is, there's probably not. There's not. There's four weeks. So just week one, week two, week three, week four. All of those tasks that you have written down in your column of October, I want you to start assigning them to the first, second, third, and fourth week of October on that third piece of paper that you just wrote down. And that is what you're going to do every single week in October to make sure that it is a success. You have to start assigning weekly goals to yourself. This is what we do inside of the academy. I ask the girls, what are your weekly goals? And this is where we pull them from, right? This is how we know what are what are our weekly goals. It's not just like random, oh, I think I'm going to feel like doing this today. No, it's super strategic so that we're actually saying week by week, month by month, quarter by quarter, year by year, we're growing into the person that we were called to be. Truly, it is this simple. This is the logic behind it. This is how the math goes from two plus two equals four. It's very, very straightforward. This is all I do. It's all you have to do. It takes the guesswork out of it. It takes the stress out of it. It takes the overwhelm out of it. And as long as you just stay focused on this, that's it. That's that's truly the playbook that you need. That's all. Okay. Those are your steps. Now let's talk about where do I, where do I put this stuff? Where do I keep it all? So it's super streamlined. So I'm going to take you through my home business, motherhood and marriage very quickly and talk to you about where I write this. Now you can just keep those pieces of paper that you had and you can do that for your home. You can do this process for every single one of these pillars in your life, whatever your pillars are. Maybe you're a student, maybe you're about to be a mom, but you're not a mom yet, or maybe you're married, maybe you're not married, like whatever your pillars are, you just do this. Maybe you're running a business, maybe you're running a side hustle, maybe you're volunteering, whatever it looks like for you, you'll be able to take what we're talking about and know which of these pillars you have in your own life to make these goals for. Okay, so with my home, all my goals are communicated and decided upon between me and Blaine, like what needs to be done in the house, that kind of thing. And I just plug that into my Google calendar. My one big goal for the year, whatever that is, that's in my vision board. Like I said, it was to have a couch. It was to have all um, 100% essential oils for my cleaning products, those kinds of things that was all in my vision board and um, or my my dream board that I had for the year. And then... Um, I break that down and I put them into my Google calendar every week and whether or not it's on a to-do list, that's where I'm focusing on those things is in my to-do block that I get things done in my house. 
And then we also put them on the communication board if we have something that we're working towards. Now, for my business, obviously all of this goes into my workflow. If you are functioning with a workflow inside of your business now, you can go back to episode 143, which which is an advanced workflow strategy episode. And it talks about where I keep everything in my workflow. But all of my quarterly goals for my business are kept in one card inside of my workflow. I assign one to two one to two hours a week to my quarterly goals and I just drag it over. I pop it in. I assign it to a day of the week. I work on my quarterly goals in my business for those one to two hours. Sometimes it's four hours. It just depends on how much time I have and what goal I'm trying to accomplish that week. And then I just work on the next step that's written down for me there and get my clarity on what I'm supposed to be doing in my work block, what I'm supposed to be doing for my goals in my business for my annual business planning retreat. So I go on a retreat every single year and I map out exactly what I'm supposed to be doing with my time in my business. And here's why. My my true work in my life is done through my marriage and through my children, and then it's through my business. And so what time I have left over in my life that I'm real serious about with my marriage and with my children in my home, right? That's like my core unit. That is that is me. That's what I pour into. But there's more of me, and there was supposed to be more of me. And it was really, really important that I knew that when I sat down to do that time for my business, that I was not wasting it. Not only not wasting it because I wanted to make the most of it, but because I want to be respectful to the other people that are helping me, like respecting Blaine when he's taking care of the kids because I'm working or respecting the kids when they're doing independent play so that mom can be working or respecting my kids when when they're at school and they're being attentive to other people and they're learning and then they come home and they want to be with mom right so it was super important that I knew if I was really going to pour into my business that I truly was going to show up and do stuff that actually made an impact and actually made an income for my family because that was very important to us, right? And so I go on a retreat once a year for a two and a half, three days, and I sit down and I hammer this out with another person that's in my same industry that's in my that just has so much wisdom, right? And we sit down and we do this together. And we've come up with the most incredible process that um is is absolutely mind-blowing, right? And so I take that and then I peel back from that and I go into a mastermind virtually for myself to hold myself accountable, to hash out the details in real time as I'm working through this. That is my process for my business. That's where I keep all of that information. Okay, for my motherhood and for my marriage, I keep this stuff in my planner. So every week at the bottom of my Horatio planner, it says weekly intentions. And that's where I focus on what I'm supposed to be doing, which actually I'm going to go right in there, laugh more. I put my intentions for motherhood and in, and in marriage too. This week we're working on self-control or discipline. And that was something that I'm instilling in the girls And I do that in my life as well so I can model it. Also, I need that help personally. It will help me as a wife big time and as a mom big time. But I didn't write down that I need to laugh more. And so I need to write that in there because that's one of my marriage goals. And so I need to write that down in that weekly intention place. Uh, And so that's where I keep that. 
And also Blaine and I go on a marriage retreat every single year. And that's where we map out our big visions and our goals and what we need to work on in our marriage every single year. And so we pull from that to know what we should be focusing on month by month and quarter by quarter. And that's it. That's all there is. I'm super duper excited to see if you guys follow through with this or not. I am going to give you a little bit of homework here. So if you are listening all the way through to the end of this episode, I want you to post your homework inside of the Facebook group and share with us your plans and your goals for the end of the year. I would love to be able to support you in that. Our community is a great place to be able to open up and really get the accountability and just the friendship that you need. So as always, it's been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next time, I'll see you and your homework over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.